Exotica. bongos, fezzes, and cocktails, and listen to your hosts, Kara and Tony, as they discuss this episode's cinematic epic, The Last Dragon. The lounge is now open. Hello and welcome to episode two of the third cinema lounge. I'm your host, Tony, and I'm Carol. Woohoo! <laughs> and we're back for episode two. How do you feel about that, Kara? I'm very excited. Yes. I mean, I was very nervous about episode one because it was a very, very new thing for us. And I think we worked out some of the bugs on this audio thing and all of that. So I think we're going to do better now. <laughs> yes. So what have you been watching or have you been doing anything... <laughs> Other than work? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anything fun or anything you would recommend for people? Well, I'm very excited about it. Well, Netflix, you know, we all watch Netflix, but something uh, that's coming on that I can't wait to watch is Fear Street, the R.L. Stein books from back in the day when I was a youngster. Uh, more so like teenagers, more teenage horror, you know, killing was actually going on. But uh, that is starting up soon, so they release different parts. So Sarah is it Fear, available now or not yet? Not yet. Okay. It's going to be coming out soon for the holiday. So oh, okay. I will be watching that, and uh, maybe next episode I'll be able to elaborate more on that. But yes, Sarah Fear and the witches, and it'll be great. Oh, anyway, cool. so that's what I've been doing. What about you? Well, there's actually a couple things. Um I've been watching Loki. Is that that? Uh, the Marvel comics. Yeah, yeah, comic thing. On Disney Plus. With yeah. the guy with the black hair. Yeah. Okay. The, Tony does not know <laughs> anything about Marvel comics. I don't even I think. I Superman. <laughs> oh, my God. That's DC. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> but I guess no. I'm not going to be able to get any dates that way. Huh? <laughs> my Marvel knowledge. <laughs> you better get some Marvel knowledge. Yeah, so um, with Loki... Tony doesn't know anything about that. but I know. almost said, hey, I almost said Lord of the Rings. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It was Loki Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've been uh, watching that. I like to binge it. So I've only done like two episodes so far. And mm. so it's pretty cool right now. It's more of like the cinematic universe, you know, versus yeah. a TV show. Um, I did watch um, WandaVision, and that was a little strange, but okay. it was still good. Totally different thing. And I don't know if you have seen this trailer. I'm very interested in seeing this movie. Um, 
It's called Old. It is. Is that where they're on a beach? On a beach. Yeah, and then the kid turns to an like an adult. Yeah. Okay. I did so see it's that. Like, it's by M. Night Shyamalama, whatever. You can always <laughs> count for a crazy experience with so, that director. Yeah. So I've been like, I've seen the trailer and I'm like, oh, I'm like intrigued. I really want to see it. So, yes, that definitely is something that I thought about. I know. Actually, that I was like, Kara wants to see this, but yeah. I thought this is actually might be very cool. So. Right. I, I mean, some of his movies are kind of like hit or miss or whatever, but, you know, I think we might be able to have a good time with that one. One more thing that I have been watching. Um, Dang, she's just. Oh, I know because I watch movies like all How the time. How do you have time to do all this? There's two hours in a day that I can fit <laughs> in a movie. So, <laughs> I think I watch movies more than sleep. But anyway, <laughs> and I want to sleep more yeah, than watch I movies. <laughs> I Not watch, all the time. I watched a movie called Chalk, and it is a martial arts-like movie, if that's the genre that you want to call it. Um, it's about a a girl. And she is, like, she's kind of, like, autistic. And she can learn how to do kung fu by watching TV and watching somebody do it. Hmm. So there's a lot of action that ensues and stuff like that. Because, so where's the chocolate part coming? Well, she eats candy. So, I mean, yeah, I don't oh. understand that. So Candy gives her the energy. I, well, I don't move. know. If, <laughs> okay. if you want to go into that, I don't know if it okay. does. But, but that's pretty cool. I don't know. That might be something that we need to cover one day. It's pretty don't make cool. me it's watch a, that. Okay. It's a modern movie. I mean, I would it. if I, yeah. I mean, it's a modern. I could probably yeah. do it. Well, don't remember. There will be some kung fu movies on this show. Yes. yes. Bag full of nickels. Just kind of. Oh, my gosh. Do we have to explain what bag of nickels is? Real quick, because we have a lot to cover. Yeah, I know. We don't want to say things that are cryptic to our audience. Oh. Bag of Nickels is actually David Carradine <laughs> because on a news show, they said that guy looked like he was hit in the face with a bag of nickels. So that we called him Bag of Nickels. That was a long time ago. All right, let's moving on. So I have had a lot of questions about what a cult movie is. And what is it, Kara? Well, basically a cult movie is, is a film that came out and it was kind of panned by critics. Uh, didn't do well at the box office. But then years later, it's got a huge following and people can recite the lines. Like Reese 2? You know, yeah, like Reese mm-hmm. 2. You know, or other things like that. Plan 9 from Outer Space, yes. you know. Rattan! So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get into that when that show comes out. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. So I, some people have asked me, well, why can't you do a movie like Jaws or I mean, The Birds? We could, but I mean, we it's can kind of probably been done, but... I, I yeah I people know people want us to talk about that, but there's you know, so many things I know. to cover. And if anybody wants us to cover that, just let us know. I mean, I would love to talk about Jaws. I mean, I would love to talk about Alien for days. But <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's get into this week's episode. Well, not yet. I have one more one oh, more my, quick okay. quick announcement. Oh, okay. I'm um, excited. I just want to give a shout out to one of our listeners. Her name is Marissa. Oh, yay. Yes. And she has been showing so much continuous support for our show. I love it. She's been sharing us on Facebook and she even included our show on like um, her local library's list um, of things that they're listening to. So I want to say thank you, Marissa, for all your support. Thank you so much. And I know Marissa is a fan of crazy movies from the 80s. So I think we may have to do a guest 
appearance for her. I think so. Yeah. So she would do very well here. Yes. Thank you, Marissa. And so um, I think there's one more thing. Speaking of listener comments, okay. um, listeners can actually um, send us or leave us a voicemail. Oh, it sounds so 1996. Site. I know, right? <laughs> like you can go right online. You can leave us a voicemail um, and we can play it on the air. But of course, I will ask first. I'm not going to just do that. Put you on the spot. But yeah, that's what that's what's kind of new with us right now. And so, like Tony said, let's get into this movie because she is chomping at the bit. Oh, this is going to be a good one, guys. What is today's movie, Tony? <laughs> the title of this week's movie is The Last Dragon, if you remember the, the last, time. last time that I pulled. Um, the Last Dragon. It's 1985. It's action, comedy, a little bit of a musical in there. Drama, <laughs> of course. It's a um, lot of music. A lot of, okay, kind of music. Um, it was directed by Michael Schultz, who, if you remember, did Cooley High and Car Wash, which I loved. You love Car Wash. I love the 70s kind of, you know, vibe, you know. Just, you know, of course, Cooley well, High. Yeah. You know, just those black exploitation movies were, like, awesome because there was so much comedy and great characters in those movies. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Um, and, of course we have to say who stars in this oh movie <laughs> um you know we have first off vanity oh my who gosh. you may remember other than uh you know she was in some <laughs> weird ass movies um tanya's island and of course action jackson but you may remember her dating nikki six oh, from yes Molly no she Crew. was married to oh him. she was married sorry yes you know um 1987. Wow. As you see, Kara, really. I love my Motley Crue stuff. Yes. So She knows that. <laughs> so this movie was in 1985, as I said. It also had, is it Tay Mac? Yes. I mean, he had an awesome body as I was looking up his <laughs> pictures. And he still looks good. So he was like a stuntman. He, you know, did Kung Fu. But he actually did these moves and he was you know, so that's something that we gotta give him props for. And he also starred in a bunch of um, 90210 episodes as a bartender in many different <laughs> ones in a different world. He was a bartender in different world too. No, no, in different world he was oh. in the one episode that no means no. Oh. So I'm just think I'm assuming it was more like a self defense. Like he oh, had to teach maybe somebody how to Lisa defend Bonet. off. Yeah, Lisa Bonet <laughs> had a you know fend off an attacker or something um and then christopher murney is am i saying that right yeah and maximum overdrive you remember that movie and i do remember that movie um you know i saw it when i was young but yeah so we have some uh something to talk about today we do yeah so so you may know that with this movie we pair an awesome cocktail and kara does a wonderful job of putting this together you know one day i will be as cool as her and be able to oh, oh cool as ice that's what i just popped oh my in my head oh my gosh um so tell us something about this drink first off i want to say i am not a mixologist i can follow a recipe very well yes i will say <laughs> and if i change something then i'll let everybody know but so the cocktail for this episode is called the yellow bird um it is a bright yellow classic caribbean cocktail and it is on the IBA's uh, official list of cocktails. 
the IBA is the International Bartender Association. So this is a legit drink. Um, you didn't make this up. I didn't did make you? this up. Darn it. And the true origins of the drink are not really known. Um, but there's an idea that it was, um, you know, thought of, named after a couple songs back in the 50s and 60s by the same name. Um, it's not really known. And the other belief is that it was named just after the bright color yellow that comes from that uh, Galliano liquor. Um, which is it's an herbal Tuscan liquor, so it's made in Italy. And uh, the notes of this liquor has um, anise and vanilla. And mm, yeah. I always love that vanilla. I know, and it's and these notes are usually you know in like a Harvey Wallbanger, which, which is a classic. I would need. I want to try. What is that? It's a classic cocktail, and you know what? If I can think of a movie to pair it with, or you could just make it for me. How's that? I'll, I'll make it. <laughs> so. Yeah, so now this cocktail, the, how I came up with it is because um, of its bright yellow glow. And now our character, Leroy Green, which is played by Timex, um, he's trying to achieve, achieve this level of kung fu mastery known as the glow. And his glow that he achieves at, at the end, obviously, is bright yellow. So that's what I wanted to achieve with this drink. So why don't we go ahead? We're going to uh, shake up our drinks here. and uh, oh, I can't wait. I know. And we're going to have an announcer guy. He's going to give you the plot of the film. We'll be right back to let you know how this drink is. In this episode, your gracious hosts discuss the 1985 film, The Last Dragon. It's the story of Leroy Green a young man who strives to attain the martial arts mastery of its hero, Bruce Lee. Leroy must not only battle show enough the self-proclaimed shogunate of Harlem, but he also must protect his new love interest, the famous music DJ, Laura Charles, from Eddie Arcadian, a maniacal entrepreneur who wants to take over her show. All right, we're back. Woohoo! Oh, yay! Thanks, announcer guy. He's awesome. I know. So now for this cocktail, the ingredients are two ounces of white rum, one ounce of Galliano liquor. That's one, bright yellow. Yes, it's bright yellow. One ounce of triple sack or Cointreau, um, and also one ounce of fresh lime juice. So all, this is pretty much a very, very simple thing. You're just dumping it into a shaker with ice, and you're shaking it. And you're going to pour it into a chilled glass, cocktail glass. All right, so we've got our drink. All right, let's go. Yep. Down the hatch. Mm-hmm. Woo! I, oh, I think I just fell on the floor. This thing is boozy. It's all booze, except for your little tiny... Oh, well, I don't, I don't I know. I mean, it's good. It's sweet. Good. It's definitely not bright yellow, but because the lime. Yeah, juice, it dilutes it. But yeah. It's, it's not horrible. I mean, it, I could drink that, like sip on it for a while. Yeah, it's a sipping cocktail. Oh, no, no downing it. Yeah. Oh, if you downed it, I think you'd be in trouble. Yeah. I would be falling down the stairs. Right. And it just would not be good. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um. I think it's pretty good. I think Tony wants to dilute hers. Yeah, let's use some of that, uh, you know, those icy... Oh, the sparkling those, those ice. Sparkling ice things, like the lemon lime might be good. All right, yeah. Let's do that. 
Go ahead and pour it in there and see what it tastes like. Oh. Sorry, I'm going to take a sip. Yeah, to Tony's very um, sensitive to alcohol. <laughs> That's much better. I'm a ticker. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know Ooh. what? Maybe by like six months of this show. <laughs> I'm going to be like, you're going to build be, up my tolerance. Yeah, you're going to build up your tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to our show. So The Last Dragon. So have you seen this one before? Yes, before we even picked out that this was going to be the movie. I am so excited. Um, have you? Have you seen it? Yes, because it used to play on cable back oh. in the 80s. See, so, I did not see it on actual TV for the first time. And where did you see it first? The first time was with you. <laughs> yes. Um, at, we, uh, well... Some listeners may know this, but there was a B-movie festival. And is it still going on? As far as I know, I know they canceled it because of COVID for the last oh, COVID. two of them. Yeah. Okay. So it was um, at Northwestern University in Chicago, and it was 24 hours of B-movies. Um, it was an awesome time. Um, lots of people have been with us. We went many years in a row. We would always try to drag people with us. That never, like, really... Uh, now, I will say I was sleeping on the ground a lot of the time, but I remember hearing, Shona, and I was like, what the hell's going on? And I got to, you know, stay awake for this one. So I did watch the movie then. I did watch it later on. And then I watched it, of course, again, before we actually started talking about it, because so I can remember it. <laughs> um, some movies that we probably will talk about or have been were shown at this b-movie festival it was a pretty awesome experience it was in a theater um you know big screen 24 hours continuous um every time at midnight they did plan nine from outer space um throwing every time you saw the flying saucer you know you throw paper plates everybody's just yelling and screaming and Bella not Bella <laughs> it was a great experience um Mitch O'Connell did all the artwork and he would come there and so you know it was fun fanning out right here for a second but yeah. anyway so this movie was shown um so I guess so yeah so that's how you've seen it and that's how I've seen yeah it, so. and I've seen it on on cable when I was younger and but it's been a long time. So and when I don't I, know where was I. I mean, we lived in the same house then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. You, you were somewhere. But um, I, when I watched it, I'm like, I remember, you know, some bits and pieces, but I don't remember the whole thing about oh. it. No, that makes sense. And so then it's like you know, revisiting you gotta, it yeah, again. And yeah. Um, but I watched it. Um, I just rented it through Amazon. Is that how mm -hmm. you watch? Or did you um, I did because I have uh, Comcast, so I rented it. Okay. Through that, and it was like three ninety nine. Yeah. And I watched it because so. yeah, it's not streaming for free anywhere, right, or anything like that. It is available on. And DVD. it was worth that three ninety nine. Oh I yeah. I will say. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. So basically, the plot of the film. So the plot of the film is about a a, a guy. His name is um Leroy, Leroy Green. Green. Yes. And um he strives to kind of achieve the mastery level of his idol, his hero, Bruce mm -hmm. Lee. 
So and, and he's living like that lifestyle. He he's is. wearing the clothes and he's the hat. It, it, like it's he, speaking I thought like he broken was Asian, Eng- but he's speaking broken English. And he lives in Harlem. Well, okay, we'll talk about that in a second because I totally didn't get that vibe. But you know, he's like wearing like the little white socks and the little the black whole, yeah, Chinese outfit. Yeah, I didn't want to say Chinese outfit, but well, the agent was yeah. He totally like he lives in Hong Kong. Yes. So he's wearing like the big hat with like tied underneath his chin, which, and so the scene, the first scene of the movie opens and he's going to the theater to watch Bruce Lee movie, which was, oh, you're, I was trying to like school you or something. What what was it? I mean, I was thinking that it was Chinese connection. Okay. I looked it up actually. So was it Chinese connection? connection. I know my Bruce Lee movies. (laughs) So. It opens up. He's front row center eating popcorn like, oh, this is my jam. With chopsticks. With chopsticks. So he's really living this lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, and the characters throughout the theater, because they're showing them, you know. and There are some characters. characters. Okay. It just. Okay. Then. <laughs> I'm just like, where do we begin? Because these characters. One guy is wearing this tank top. Like he cut up a pink shirt and he made a tank top out of it. It was tight. And it was tight. And he was a big guy. And he's like, I'm going to kick your butt. Okay. With that pink tank top. Come on. Like it looked kind of like a motorcycle gang. Uh And, you know, and there was all these kinds of people. And there's regular people. And the place is packed. Upstairs, downstairs, place is packed. In, you know, they're jumping on boom boxes and breaking them. Because I'm going to kick your butt. Because uh, they all think they're kung fu masters, which I think is funny. Like, all, obviously, this came out during Karate Kid times, and right. this was kind of a thing. Like, you know, Mac and me was, you know, a rip. I, I don't want to say rip off, but kind of like a, you know, ET. And, right, right, right. So they're doing all this crazy stuff, and here's little Leroy Green in the front row, like, oh, this is my jam. Let me, you know, I want to watch this movie. He has no clue what's going on around him because he's just so involved in this movie. So bust in the Shogun of Harlem, which they say he's the Shogun of Harlem and he's going to, you know, and he has these followers. They bust in and like, they're just like all lining up and, you know, getting ready to, hey, we got our special seats. So move out of the way. And Right. And he's there. Well, actually, he's there to find somebody just to mess with because yeah. that's what they do I mean, that's they practice in their kung fu right so they gotta beat somebody up and, and can i say something where does this man find his fashions because okay what was with that football outfit yeah and I... that wig thing <laughs> i think that was supposed to be his hair. <laughs> oh whoops i don't know but like yeah we're... okay but okay and his posse yeah his posse is all looking crazy too and you know they're show no yeah who's gonna challenge me you know yeah and he's one of these guys that brags on himself like who's like i don't know if he says this but he's like uh, who's the most beautiful and who's the most awesome and they just be showing up yeah and he's like show no and there's girls and guys in his posse yeah so you know in it he's there and he calls himself the shogun of harlem but it reminded me like they're in like tarzana california like (laughs) there is no harlem in this movie, okay? I, I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay. And I've never been to Tarzana, but I'm just saying, like, it looks like a middle, like a suburb. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, doesn't... it doesn't look, you know, and it, you could tell it doesn't snow there. Like, 
<laughs> it's right. really warm there. Like, what is he talking about? Right. So I'm just guessing he's from a different dojo. You know, see, I got my karate kid lingo oh, going on. Okay. So he's just from a different dojo looking for it to fight somebody from another dojo. It's just kind of like right. what he was. See, and our little Leroy Green, he, you know, people talk about him. So he's supposed to be somebody. Like yes. they know he knows his kung fu. And and apparently he teaches at another school. Like he has his own little dojo. I mean, yeah. Or I just thought like he went dojo. there. Yeah, they didn't really elaborate on no, that. No, they didn't. So this kid speaks up, who we later find out is his brother. Which honestly, I thought he was like adopted or something because he was living this Chinese lifestyle, right? And he was with this normal American family of a mom and dad and a brother. That own a pizza place. You know, they were just like regular people. So I didn't understand that part. I thought this was like they adopted him. Because honestly, in the very beginning, I thought he was Asian. Right. Okay. Well, speaking of the beginning of the movie, and I did not mention this, but I really liked how they opened up. It was like a montage of all his moves, his credit moves. And it reminded me of like the Shaw Brothers movies. Um, The Shaw Brothers movies are these martial arts movies from the 70s and 80s. And they, a lot of them do open up with these just montages of the main actor doing moves. And he really is a kung fu. I mean, he's yeah, a, he's a martial he's artist. A martial yeah. artist. So he yeah. really has. I mean, so that's the good thing I liked is he actually could do these moves. Yes. It wasn't like I'm just swinging my arms around in slow mo and you like right. Bruce Lee and yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, so like a choreographed thing. Like yeah. So the brother, I, and I hate to say this, he looks like a little Arnold Jackson, like from. <laughs> Different, different strokes because you know he's just like a yeah, little know-it-all yeah a little yeah. know-it-all and i'm gonna tell you something you know so he tells Shonuff, which is that his name because i just called him Shonuff. which is Shonuff. i don't okay. know Shonuff. you know leroy well he calls him bruce leroy yeah can, can you know could stand up to you and they cut to him and he's just eating his popcorn and chopsticks and i didn't know row. that was his brother at that time right now i can only say this because we know watching the movie, yeah. that's his brother. Right. So he says, hey, he can. So then, of course, you know, Gary comes up and he wants to challenge him. And he's like, I don't want nothing to do with you. And he's like, well, you're gonna, you know. And right. so he just kind of, everybody the everybody kind of comes together and tries to fight Shonuff just mm-hmm. to, because we're badass pink, you know, badass guys in our pink tank tops. That's <laughs> what I was just going to say. So he goes and he runs out of the theater. Right. Because he's just like, I want no part of this. And, you know, of course, I don't fight. Well, so. yeah, right. He takes the action of a lot of, of that whole um, Zen-like, you know. Yeah. You don't need to fight unless you fight. You avoid it. Correct. So. But, yeah, he now, Leroy, he had somebody teaching him for years, I guess, all his martial arts. Oh, and they show that he did have a Mr. Miyagi who yeah. was kind of a snake. I think, right? Thought he was a snake? Well, he's kind of like, eh, you know, like, he wasn't a real Mr. Miyagi. No, no, no. Um, but he did show him moves. Right, so yeah. He knew something. Yeah, I mean, he did take something. We don't know the, the, the equivalent of what, the depth or whatever. Right. Was. They didn't show him waxing on and off yeah. and, and doing... Oh God, that sounds bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, I mean, karate. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um... Okay, so then you, I will give you the privilege to talk about when they cut to Vanity's scenes, because Laura Charles is her name. Okay, so yeah, you Laura know. Charles. So Leroy is, you know, he happens upon, you know, he's just, he's supposed to be looking for this um, 
this master that he's going to follow because his old master said, I'm done with you. Um, I can't teach you anymore. Because I really didn't know anything anyway. No. <laughs> you need to go find this guy. And, you know, so he gives him this thing and this little amulet and everything. Which looked like a hubcap. It was a belt buckle. Or a book. I mean, it was like made out of flimsy plastic. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is a movie. Right. Okay. Anyway, go on. So he accidentally. Okay. So um, Vanity is this character, Laura Charles, and she is this video dance queen with her own show. It kind of reminded me of like a downtown Julie Brown. Yes. Yes. And for so, people who know who that is, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Did anybody watch Club MTV? Yeah, Hello. Back in okay. The day, you know. So when they open up, though, we will have to say, because I was like, oh my God, I never knew this. William H. Macy is oh. her production guy. JJ. Hilarious. Hilarious. I was saying that too, like, oh my gosh, who is that? I mean, I knew who it was. And I had to look it up, and it was him, and I was laughing. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So he's trying to convince her to. To go out there. Or no, to meet with the Arcadian guy. Right, which we'll get to Mr. Arcadian in a second. Or I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, Eddie Arcadian. So she's this video person, and she also sings on her show. And I have to say that the song that she sang was Seventh Heaven, because that's the name of the club or the show or whatever you want to call it. I was confused. That song is horrible. I was like, what the hell is she talking She's, about? <laughs> it sounded like a cat, like in a bag. And I think and it, it went was, on forever. Yeah, it did. Because this movie is like a long music video. However, they did. Um, but then they cut to DeBarge. DeBarge, Singing yeah. Rhythm of the Night. The, rhythm yeah. of the, right? Yeah. Okay. Which they showed the video of the people dancing in the movie. Or in the video. It was the video. Yeah, I know. And they were like showing that. And it's like, am I watching a movie or am I watching a video? Right. And is DeBarge in this? Is right. he going to come out next? Like, so one thing I noticed too about this movie is like, okay, so we have Vanity and and doing this terrible song, and this is where I was thinking was I was oh, look at Vanity's hair, awesome. yeah, her hair, <laughs> yes. So it's that whole thing of like you tease it sky high and put some combs on the side. Well, and I I don't even know if they did this then because I mean yeah we they we, did they did do they use extensions oh, or I don't any know. type of pieces because then when she meets Leroy. It's all flat, and that, there's hardly yeah, any hair. Well, you would notice that because she does hair on the side, <laughs> but yeah, I, I pops because I don't. Uh, yeah, but her hair, was, her hair was looking big, and it was looking good. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was cute. I will say that and, she was cute. And you know, she had she was rocking the. I mean, it was the makeup of the times and the clothes, but mm-hmm. she was a beautiful girl. Oh yeah, she was very cute. She was cute. But can I say something? I seen somebody with some high heels and, and socks. Oh. I, I cannot, I never could stand that whole fashion thing. It was so ugly. Yeah, it was like one of those things where I got to wear it because everybody else is. You'd have to get bigger shoes to put some socks on. I don't know. Well, That's just my thought. Well, ones with little bows, oh, right? God. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, so there is this, he's our baddie of the movie, and his name is Eddie Arcadian, and he is this, like, entrepreneur guy. And he wants his girlfriend to make it big. And she is a singer, or well, I think she tries to be singer. I don't know. She's like a forty-year-old Cindy Lauper, with crazy yeah. hair, and yeah, it just—it's crazy. And she's got the squeaky voice. I don't remember who the actress's was, name. I don't remember her either, was and it, I feel bad. Sabrina, the teenage witch. I think she was on that show as one of the ants. Oh, was yeah. she Helen? Or, I don't know. Look it up and see. But so yeah, I just want to cut to. I didn't know Vanity had passed away. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. 
but she had a hard time with drugs, really well, bad. Well, she died in ni- or 2016 mm-hmm. um, at 57. Um, she died from kidney failure as a re- result of years of crack cocaine abuse. Yeah. Um, and she died in a hospital. I guess I always put her and Apollonia together. Because yeah, because they were the from times. that same time, time and um, Prince, because yeah. Prince found him. Sad. Because, like I said, she was... She, she was, was so cute. Yes. I know. But the other songs that she sang, I mean, they were fine. I mean, I thought they were fine. It was just that one song. It just kind of grated on me and it went on too long. So anyway, so our baddie guy invites Laura Charles to dinner so that he can talk to her about putting his girlfriend's video on her show because he wants her to make it big. And she doesn't have time for that. She's like, no. And that's what William H. Macy's character was trying to do was kind of set them up. And she's like, no, I don't have time. I'm not interested. So he doesn't like that. Eddie does not like that. So he sets up some goons to um, kidnap her. So To make her. To, well, to make watch her. It. Yeah. So not to really hurt her. Right. Yeah, he's not going to hurt her. But um, so that's when Leroy meets her as she's, they're trying to kidnap her. He gets involved and beats all their butts and saves her. Well, then, you know, a little romance starts well, because of that. Well, first of all, the little medallion falls, the oh, little she, hubcap, and she picks it up. She picks it up, right. So then he's got to come back later and get this medallion that she has. So that they meet up later. And the whole thing that we have to say about Laura Charles is that the little brother has got a crush on her. And he thinks that all he has to do is talk to her and she's going to be in love with her. This kid is like I 11. Told you, and he's telling him, you don't know what to do with your paintbrush. <laughs> and, and you need to, you know, do you know how to kiss a woman and all this? This little 12-year-old. And at first I thought something was going to, like, what what the heck's going on here? I don't know. It's crazy. But I definitely had to say he was like a little right. Jackson. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, all of this back and forth is going on. But I have to also talk about um the the songs that the um I don't even remember her name Eddie's girlfriend was singing oh my god yes dirty one. books yeah and i kept saying is that are they saying dirty looks i was writing this down okay <laughs> it will type it on my phone but i just said dirty looks or dirty books <laughs> dirty books because she said i, I see them under your bed dirty books and it was like a Cindy Lauper yeah. like I want to say Devo, kind of. <laughs> she had this big triangle thing in her hair that she had the, like a hole in it and like the ponytail was coming out of the side. <laughs> it was like this big plastic triangle. Oh my God. I can't believe people or wore these outfits back in the day. I don't see anything about Sabrina, the teenage witch, but she has been on very, uh, uh, a lot of different shows. Right, but her name right. is Faith. Prince. Okay, Faith Prince. And um, I mean, maybe you saw the Melissa and Joey thing because Melissa um, would be the um, and Joey. Yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so we cut to um. So Eddie wants to get Leroy so bad because Leroy keeps fouling up his plans and kicking the guy's butt. Yeah. Yes. So Shonuff happens to get involved with Eddie somehow. And he has amazing hair as well. 
Who, Shonoff? Yeah, which I don't know if it's a wig or his real oh. hair. But he had some amazing hair like Vanity. <laughs> or Laura Charles. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then, you know, he was doing, uh, Eddie was doing auditions for killers. They want <laughs> And they were us. legit, like, bad guys. Killers. Yeah, they are real killers. Um, So, um, Shonoff says, I will do it for free. You just bring him to the place. Because he wants to rid him, because he wants to control everything and get rid of all the hype about Leroy Char, uh, Leroy Green. <laughs> not yeah, not Charles. <laughs> he probably would take her name. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's where we're at there. So all of the characters some get all combined, and you know they all and have a, the storyline. And of course, um, the girlfriend breaks up with him. Breaks up with because Eddie. she's. She's not a bad person. And so she goes to the dojo and tells the young kids there. Johnny, you. That's, yeah. That yeah. Keep him, you got to keep him away from yeah. Eddie. Don't go there because he's going to kill him. Oh, and let's talk about, so Leroy needs to find the master for the glow and, or to get his glow. So he goes to these three guys that... Um, I don't know if they're having a karaoke session out on the streets or what they're doing, but they're like lip singing and they're dancing around and people are watching. And so he, he's keeps saying, you know, Hey, I want to meet the master. I want to get in and they no, no, no. And you know, they keep messing with him. So he remembers in the fury how Bruce Lee pretended to be like a mechanic you know, it went into the enemies. Yeah, it was like a phone up, yeah. a phone repairman. So he tried to go in there. So he's like, I'm going to do the same thing. So he grabs the pizza from Green's Pizza, his family's pizza place. How convenient. Yeah. And just wears some sunglasses as a disguise and goes in there thinking they're going to be full. You know, quickly they realize, you know. Yeah, he's not. And it's a fortune cookie factory. There's no master there. There's no master. And the guys finally realize after he kicks their behinds, you know, what's the deal? He's legit. So he runs back to his old master. He runs back to the old master. So why'd you lie to me? There's no other master to teach me about attaining this glow level. And he's trying to tell him. Basically, he needs to look at himself. He's done with all his training. Oh, it's the typical Dorothy Gale thing from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> with that, <laughs> you always had it inside yes. you all along. Click your heels three times. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that's what it is. So now, Laura Charles has been abducted by the crazy Eddie and the little brother and the brother, little Arnold. Which that's not his name in the show, obviously. Which right. <laughs> So he kidnaps them, and he's luring Leroy into Shona's hands because he's he's gonna get rid of him. And he does some classic moves, you know. He does he's good that Shona. Oh, he is, yeah, because he's got his own glow. It's red. Oh, he glows red, and he's just kicking this boy's butt. And then, of course, there's a little, you know, a little thing as he's, you know, you think he's down for the count, and all of a sudden he starts remembering what his master said to him in little flashback moments. You know, yeah. and then he realized because as Shonoff's kicking his butt, he says, "Who's the master? Who's the master?" And then he's yeah, and then he says, "I am the master." And then he just and gets all, all the, glowy, this yellow glow comes flying out. That reminds me of like She-Ra or <laughs> He-Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> just like She-Ra. And uh, 
so he starts kicking his butt. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we could clearly see Leroy Green is the master, and he has his yellow glow, and there is no more red glow on Shona. Right. He's he's the master. And then, so the, the fight ends. Eddie Arcane Cadian is taken by the cops, and Vanity's there, Laura Charles. And one thing I was like, what the heck? So her, like, production assistant comes running out of nowhere and says, <laughs> where have you been? What you going to do on stage? I'm like, this lady was kidnapped by this man. Where? What the heck, lady? Right. You know, because they all care about. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> right. They only but, care about the dollar, you know. So then at the end, um, and mind you, with every movie, we're going to spoil things. So if yeah. you don't like spoilers, you might want to just watch and the movie. Maybe you first. won't even have to watch the movie. You could just listen to our right. interpretation yeah. and say, oh, that sometimes was good. we'll, because we'll, the way our minds go, we might jump around a little bit, but. We'll get better at this, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, so at the end, they have this whole like show. She's back on her show and she hasn't seen him. And then what happens at the end, Tony? Uh... All you see is a pair of white pants and white shoes behind a curtain. Because she's like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Is that, is that my Leroy? And then... He comes stepping out and he says, he's mouthing to her. Oh, will, yeah, yeah, yeah. And will you show some, me some dance moves? Show me some moves. Oh, show me some because moves. Because then when the music cuts off, he he's goes, screaming. will you show me some moves? And everything. <laughs> <laughs> Little virgin. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's how the movie ends, basically. So Hot heads need cool water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so that was, you know, just the basic kind of rundown of the movie. I know it was a lot, a lot there, but I think our favorite moments I kind of went through was the Dirty Books thing with her <laughs> singing her song. She also had another one. Ugh, what was the name of that one? Where she had a headlight bra on. It was oh, like yeah. headlights. Yes. I'm not hot rod or something. I don't know. Horrible music. Horrible. It was worse than actually living in the 80s for I that know. time period. I know. <laughs> and, yeah, we kind of went through our, you know, WTF moments a little bit. Like, you know, yeah. with the fashion. That is like, I can't believe the 80s how we dressed sometimes. I just was I wondering. Like I that. mean, you know, DeBarge video was playing for so long in that movie. Like, longer than it should have. I know. Right? And, uh, you know... I, there's too much songs, but you know what? Because it was Barry Gordon, and he's like he was like the director of Motown, so this was a Motown movie. Oh, that was not Motown music. I know. Well, I mean, but I guess they were day. trying to modern day it. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's why it was a, a music. And you know the best part. So just imagine, we're at this bee fest, and there every time, the characters doing who's the master, everybody's yelling show no. Yeah. And it's going on and on. So it made it fun. even better, I think. And so when you see something like that, that's what's in your head. Right. Show no. Right. Well, there was no quality kills in this movie because it's, it's, there's no kills. <laughs> so we can't really go into that. They did throw little Arnold Jackson <laughs> in the garbage can oh, at gosh. first. <laughs> oh, that's right at the pizza place. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. 
speaking of that, when Show Melf goes to his um, see, we're Leroy's... trying not to spoil a whole movie I for know, you. But I have to talk about this. <laughs> so Show goes to Leroy's dad's family, whatever pizza party, and let the me take the mom is going off. They should have unleashed mom on him because. She would have without glow would have kicked his yeah, butt. She was. she was nailing him in the face with those dough balls. <laughs> that was great. And they just tore up the whole place. They broke all the windows, you know, they broke all the tables yeah. and everything. And then they were like, it basically forced him to fight. Right. Yeah. That that was the turning point when they came after his family. Yeah. Hope we didn't leave out the most important part. Two drunk girls here talking about this movie. <laughs> Well, at least I am. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, so Tony, do you have any like any background or trivia about this film, or did we already talk about it? We are. Well, we kind of covered it. Yeah. I mean, kind of as we went along. Yeah. Well, that's all right. So, what about last thoughts on the film? Like, would you watch this again? Would you recommend it? I would definitely watch it again. It just you know, it was exciting to like. It's one of those movies that you want to laugh. You know, and especially if you see you're watching it with somebody that hasn't seen it to give you kind of that, you know, experience like, oh, you got to watch this movie. It's so funny and crazy. It's not you're not like you're watching it to find the cure of, you know, it's mindless. It's, it's yeah, a good time. It's, fun. it's it's where you can turn it on and just forget about things and laugh. Yeah, I agree. Right. It's not meant to right. be serious, you know. Yeah. And speaking of forgetting about things, what do you think about this drink as you drink it? I've kind of been forgetting. No. <laughs> so much to where it's like, no. Um, I'm not going to fall down the stairs, but okay. it's definitely um, so before it's strong. You, well, before you added your um, mixer with it, your lemon-lime water, would you drink it again? Or would you drink it with the... If you made it, I wouldn't make it on my own or order it. Like, I mean, obviously, where are you going to order it? Right. <laughs> but it gave me... Uh, well, here at the lounge, we have many cocktails. So. Yeah. Out of five clicks, it gave me three. Oh, my gosh. Is that going to be our rating system for your drinks? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, I think today is the... Uh, not today, but tonight. Right now is the time where we're going to pick Ooh, next. Can I do it or do you, do you do it? No, you can do it. Ooh, you I'm got the shake. bag right there. There we go. All right. Go ahead and pick it. Okay. I'm so excited but nervous because what am I going to have to watch? <laughs> and the next movie will be oh, Savage Streets with Linda Blair. Oh, boy. This is going to be a. Almost R-rated, so almost, oh, yeah. Because that movie, I have seen that before. Oh my gosh! And, well, bits and pieces of it. Yeah, I have not seen it. I've only heard about it and seen like, just like video clips. Yes, so. and uh, definitely because all the movies that we do try to, you know, talk about, or at least some that we have heard about, or yeah. But definitely, it's gonna be a good one. All right, juicy. I'm going to finish up this cocktail. That's going to be awesome. So let's get into um, just like some more like uh, some news. So future plans we've been talking about is um, possibly creating a YouTube channel uh, where we're going to post movie clips, maybe do a little voiceover or something of our favorite clips. Um, I also thought about maybe we could make the cocktail 
Oh. And yeah, so that you can see it being made. Especially like me, because I'm not a, ma- a maker, a shaker of cocktails. <laughs> so that'd be interesting. She can pour a mean glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I can open a can of beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's kind of what we've been thinking about. Um, again, we're always open to suggestions. You can always contact us to let us know if there's a movie or a cocktail we should try or any type of other just input that you may have and let us know how we're doing don't forget to subscribe or like the show on please, your please 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 on your podcast We're network begging. <laughs> we are available now on on all po- pretty much all podcast um catchers um apple we're available now so we're pretty much wide open i don't have a official website yet and and that may be coming in the future too it depends on how much time that we have to work on that and how many people are listening i want i want everybody to listen i know i know and and we are going to be pumping out episodes like crazy because we've decided now we're going to be um recording two episodes each recording session so that way we can get more stuff out to you guys um and definitely let us know how you think we're doing and yes recommend movies right oh my gosh and i don't care if it's the craziest thing on the world and if it's something mainstream like you know and if it's even like mainstream like what like well like jaws or yeah because close encounters of the third kind i mean yeah by all means we'll do it we'll do it or foreign films anything crazy yeah anything good and crazy i know somebody did ask me about newer films which you know in the last couple years i have no problem I love movies of all kinds. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, are we talking like newer films like Mega Piranha? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do remember that first Piranha. Oh, yeah. That's the great, the Joe Dante film. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. We definitely should do that one. I love that Oh, one. we got to get through Savage Streets first. Oh, oh my yeah, God. I know. We'll definitely get to that. I have to rewatch that. that one again. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, announcer guy will um, recap um how to get in touch with us um please 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 let us know any information we're so happy to listen to your comments other than that we will see you back for episode number three savage streets trio wait no oh boy i think she's had a little bit too much (laughs) yellow bird (laughs) i just have a feeling i need to get like a yellow frock now oh my gosh (laughs) That's great. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We can't wait to bring you episode number three. See you later. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to the Absurd Cinema Lounge with your host, Kara and Tony. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe. You can like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Absurd Cinema Lounge or on Twitter at Absurd Cinema. You can also contact the show via email at absurdcinemalounge at gmail.com. The music for this episode was Exotica by Lewanito from their album Exotica. And The Glow by Willie Hutch from The Last Dragon soundtrack. I'm an ounce of guy hoping you all find your special glow. <laughs>